So if a person wants to get into Jannah and he doesn't have the key to the doors of Jannah, how can he enter? In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that that person who will protect and safeguard his salah, man hafaza ala salah, Allah will grant him three special favors. The first favor is that the salah will be a light illumination for him in this life and the next will be a nur. When a person has a light that he is able to traverse through the journey with ease and comfort, he can see where he is going, he can discern what is harmful from what is beneficial. You can see everything. So a person who has salah and he protects and safeguards that salah, Allah grants him that divine special nur and light. As though the light of Allah is with him throughout life. Whatever decisions he's going to make, he will make those decisions correctly, intelligently, because he has the divine light of Allah with him. And then Nabi Ali Islam mentioned the second favor is that that salah will be a proof for him. When he comes before Allah, proof of iman, a proof of being on the right path, a proof of him being connected to Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa on the day of Qiyamah, this will be a proof for him. And it will be a najat, a means of salvation from the fire of Jahannam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba took this salah very, very, very seriously, very importantly. Once someone asked us that Aisha radiallahu anha, that we, we see Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa out of the home, but we don't see his life within his home. Within his home is with his respected family. So this is not before us. We don't know how he conducts within the home. So we want to know how the Nabi of Allah is within his respected family so that we can emulate this dimension, department of his Mubarak life. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala had to fulfill this responsibility of deen, explain this department so that the deen of Islam can be complete. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala mentioned that the Nabi of home with his respected family was fi mihnati ahlihi. That the Nabi of Allah would be engaged in the chores of his home, fulfilling the needs of his family. If the animal needed to be milked, the Nabi of Allah would milk it himself. If his clothes need to be sewn, he would sew it himself, mend his own clothes. If any other homely chores need to be attended to, the Nabi of Allah will be khidmat. But she says, فَإِذَا سَمِعَ الْأَذَانِ فَرَجَ إِلَى السَّلَامِ No sooner did he hear the call of the Mu'azzin, the call of Azan, then he would immediately leave the home to go to the masjid. In some hadith, it is mentioned, كَأَنَّهُ لَمْ يَعْرِفُنَا Lam يَعْرِفْنَا As though he didn't even know us. In other words, he set out to the masjid, it was only Allah before him that matters. Everything else of the world was secondary. That's why he didn't even recognize us, didn't even know us. When a person understands the importance of something, and that level and degree of importance sits deep within his heart, he'll make the necessary effort to fulfill it. A person knows that my business means a lot to me. It's my lifeline in, in, in my life. And my, my, my life and, and the lives of my dependents are, de- are dependent on this business. So early in the morning, a person will leave his home to go to his business, to go to his practice, to go to his, his firm, whatever it is. Why he understands the importance of this factory, this firm, this practice in his heart means a lot to him. The day is ill also, he's sick. He won't take a rest. He'll ensure that he will be there or he'll get someone to stand for him, to open for him, to fulfill this work. Why? Because he understands the meaning of wealth. He understands the power of wealth. It knows what wealth can do for him. Wallah, the Nabi of Allah and Sahaba understood that power in Salah. He mentioned as Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu ta'ala and mentions whenever the household of Rasulullah sallam and his family had underwent difficulty in regard to rosy sustenance or any other difficulty. And the Nabi of Allah would tell them to turn to Salah, turn to Allah. And he would recite this ayat, وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْتَبِرْ عَلَيْهَا Command your family to perform Salah and to fulfill the rights of that Salah. Performing it diligently, devotedly. Wastabir aliha la nas'aluka rizqa. Allah says, we don't ask you for risk and sustenance. We'll provide it to you. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, whenever his household, his family underwent difficulty with regard to Rosi, then the Nabi of Allah, this was the advice he would be imparting to them. If someone has to ask us, you know, I'm going to difficulty, we must ask ourselves, what, what will be the first response we'll give the person? Let's look for some 
business idea that can share with you. The last thing perhaps on the list, if it's there, will be turned to Allah. Connect yourself with the house of Allah. Rosie is, Rosie is in that salah. The Sahaba did one Allah Ajma'een at the time of Tahajjud Salah, they'll wake up. Allah Pak says in the early portion of the morning, throughout the night they're performing that Salah before Allah. At the time of Tahajjud they're crying in repentance. Oh Allah, we didn't fulfill the haq of Salah, we didn't fulfill the haq of this Tahajjud, we didn't, we didn't worship you how you ought to be worshipped. And then Allah Pak mentioned, And your rosy comes from the skies. In other words, there's a connection with that Salah, and your rosy coming from Allah. In the time of the Sahaba Ridwan Allah the main focus was fulfilling the orders of Allah. And from all the injunctions of deen, obligations of Islam, they understood salah to be the main obligation. Highest rank obligation is at salah. So whenever the Sahaba would write letters to each other, encouraging them, giving them good counsel, and each one would be taking some type of guidance from the next. So they would write letters and they would encourage each other to fulfill some of the obligations of deen. So here when Nabi Salam and Sahaba came from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Tayyibah as Muhajireen, they didn't have any home, they were driven out of Makkah, they came as refugees, refugee status in the land of Medina Munawwara. You can imagine. Nabi Salam paid one Muhajir with one Ansari Sahabi. So here Hazrat Abu Darda and Salman Farsi are being paid up. So Hazrat Salman Farsi he wrote a letter to Abu Darda and this letter he mentions, he writes in this letter, he says, oh my brother, I want to give you some advice. He says, hold on to salah, hold on to the salah. The one who holds on to salah, Allah Ta'ala makes his rosy easy. Allah blesses him with special mercy and Allah makes crossing the pool sirat easy for him. And oh my brother, every person has a home. Every person has a home. Well, masajid, you should make your home the house of Allah, the masjid. For the masajid are truly the homes of the pious. And the homes of the pious are not the homes where they reside. The true homes are the masajid. When a person has a home, anybody asks him, where's your home? He thinks of his own home. As far as the sahaba did one, Allah in Ajma'in, the, the, the true homes were the masajid. So they would frequent the masajid all the time. All the time they would frequent the masajid. So when you look at the lives of Akabir Muzurgan Nadeen, we find that they emulated Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the sahaba in this aspect. They held on to the masajid. They came not only for their Fard Salah, but most of the time also they were in the Masjid. Today's time for a person to come for his Fard Salah to the Masjid is a great effort. So let's look at how the Sahaba related to this, how they responded to this. As Umar would come every day for Salah to the Masjid and he would look around to see if the other Sahaba were there, he was concerned about them. One day he didn't find Sulaiman bin Hassan present for the Fajr Salah. So that day... He went for Dutch. As he was going to the marketplace, he stopped at the home of this Sahabi. He saw his mother was outside or she was uh, at the door. So he asked her, is your son at home? I didn't find him for the Fajr Salah today. Is he ill? Is he so he said that, no, oh, Umar, oh, Amirul Mu'mineen, Umar, whole night that he was performing Tahajjud Salah. At the time of Fajr, his eyes closed and he, he must have Fajr. As Umar mentioned that I rather sleep the entire night and get my Fajr Salah with Jamaat in the Masjid than performing ibadat the whole night and missing that Salah with Jamaat in the Masjid. On another occasion, Umar who didn't see one Sahabi, so he came to his home to be concerned, what was, what's wrong, is he ill? So the Sahabi radiallahu he wasn't feeling so well. So he came, he told Umar that I only answered the door because you called me. Otherwise that I'm not feeling so well. As Umar mentioned that if you answered the call because I called you, it's more important was you to answer the call of Allah when the Muazzin called you in the masjid. It's more important. Now we perhaps would look at this at a, that the man was not feeling well. He, he needed to rest. His concessions also. But this was not how the Sahaba viewed it. They saw Rasulullah and they saw him closely. That Rasulullah throughout his Mubarak life, the importance he showed for this obligation as Abdullah bin Masood says during the time of Rasulullah we the Sahaba 
Nobody would miss that salah with jamaat in the masjid except an open munafik and hypocrite. Even if a person was very, very ill also, the general condition was such that he would be escorted and he would be assisted by two people on either side. He would come to the masjid. And this is how they found the Nabi of Allah. He, till the end, in his final illness also, the Nabi of Allah was being assisted and come to him to the masjid. Hazrat Mawlana Ilyas throughout his life, he made effort to always come perform that salah in the masjid. Because at the end of Mawlana's life, when he became very, very ill, he ensured that people carry him and bring him to the masjid. Mawlana couldn't walk. His masjid, but when they would bring him to the masjid and they would put him in the saf, they say they don't know where the strength used to come. It was the karamat of the buzruk, a miracle that when they left him, when they said, Allahu Akbar, the Imam said, Allahu Akbar, he commenced that salah. They don't know where the strength came. He could perform that salah completely with all the postures. And when he made that salam, then back he was, again, he was so weak, he couldn't walk. It was just about last five, six days that he couldn't, he could not even stand at all. Then they, he said, bring me to the masjid. He bring him, brought him to the masjid. He put me in the saf, in the first saf on the side. He sat and he performed that salah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned there's many, many virtues and benefits and great rewards for those who are connected to the house of Allah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one, one virtue, Nabi alayhi wa sallam mentioned that the one who comes to the masjid to perform the faraiz, Allah Pak forgives his sins. For every step that he takes coming to the masjid, one sin is forgiven, one good deed is recorded, one rank in Jannah is elevated. When he comes to the masjid, the angels of Allah are waiting. They make dua and maghfirat and dua rahmat for the person. As long as he doesn't cause any inconvenience to anybody in the masjid or to the angels in the masjid, he doesn't break his wuzuya, passing wind, malaika continue to make dua and maghfirat and dua rahmat for Allah Park mentioned that this person is from my household who frequents the masjid. From the house Soul of Allah. In some hadith, he mentioned he's a special guest of Allah, and the host takes it upon his himself to fulfill the rights of the guest. He receives a special light, and that special light will be there on the day of Qiyamah, where he'll cross the pool Sirat and he'll assist him right to Jannah. He'll be under the, the shade of the arsh of Allah Taala on the day of Qiyamah. He'll be protected and safeguarded from Shaitan. Nabi Ali mentioned that Shaitan hunts down people. Like how a wolf hunts down the sheep, they devour the sheep. Shaitan is waiting. All those people who don't have any connection with the masajid, Shaitan is there to mislead them. Nabi Ali mentioned that connect yourself with the Ahl Sunnah, I mean the Jamaat of the Muslims, and with the houses of Allah, the masajid. If you want your iman to be protected, this is the way. Before Allah Pak sends azab on any community, hadith mentioned, Allah Tabaruk wa ta'ala sends Jibreel the malaika to look to see our people performing salah. And if there are people in that community performing that salah, coming to the masjid, then Allah Tabaruk wa ta'ala would hold the azab. Azab is with the help of the entire community. Because they're coming to the house, they're coming to the masjid. And then it is mentioned that those who will come to the house of Allah Tabaruk wa ta'ala, Allah Pak becomes very happy with them, so pleased. Like a person who returns from a journey, how his family waits to meet him. Person coming for four months in the path of Allah, one year, how his family waits. He says when that banda will come to the house of Allah, Allah receives him in this way, like how a person who is coming after a very, very lengthy, long journey is coming back home. Allah, these are all the hadiths. As an Imam Ghazali Rahmatullah mentioned, he says that the Salaf, the pious predecessor would take that salah so, so seriously, that if a person must have that, First takbir with the imam, they would, they would become very, very saddened. It's the first takbir with the imam, or the first rakat. Some say the first takbir is right till the first. See, that a person would grieve so much that people would have to come and console him for three days. And if he missed the jamaat in the masjid, they needed to console him for an entire week. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala on one occasion, Hazrat Umar was in his orchard and he missed the jamaat entirely. When he realized he came to the masjid, he realized the time, they didn't have watches those days. He realized the time has passed, he came to the He was so overcome by sadness and so grieved. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala told all the people, I missed my jamaat in the masjid. Of course, he went home and performed it. 
Jamaat perhaps. But the, the Jamaat in the masjid, he says, I miss my Jamaat in the masjid. I make every one of you a witness that this orchard that I have, I have given it. I have given it in, in the path of Allah, given it for deen because of this one salah that I missed would perform in Jamaat in the masjid. I have given it for deen. Allah Akbar, he gave it. Hazrat Umar is passing away on his deathbed. He was stabbed brutally, mercilessly, fatally. And he's about passing away that morning. And they bring him, the blood is oozing. Miswad bin Makhrama radiallahu ta'ala, he comes there. He says that Umar radiallahu ta'ala in that state, he asked the people, did he perform the Fajr Salah? You know, he was stabbed fatally and he's unconscious. He says the most important thing in the life of Umar was the Salah. How is it that you people are not waking him up? He says, how to wake him up? He says, just say loud by his ears, Umar Salah. He'll wake up. What he lived for, his entire life, he lived for this. Just, just say that. Oh, Umar as-Salah. They just he came to his ears. He said, Umar Salah. Immediately, eyes open. He woke up. He said, Salah, Salah. He said, yes, Salah. How much time left? He performed that salah. In that state, he performed that salah. When the blood was oozing from his body, he was wounded so severely. And then he asked, did the Muslim perform the salah? They said, yes. He says, لا حز في الإسلام لمن ليس له صلاة. There's no shame in Islam for that person who does not hold on to salah. It is mentioned that Mulana bin Nuri Ramutlali will end on this. Mulana bin Nuri Ramutlali, very great wali, buzruk, a saint, our ustad, Mulana Harun, Rahimullah, Harun Abbasum Aziz Ustad, Mulana Yusuf bin Nuri. He was a very, very great bully. He taught the hadith of Rasulullah his entire life. So all the hadiths were before him. He knew about that salah when the wisdom said salah, what, what it meant. He knew. When Rasulullah came to Medina, Munawara on Hijrah, the first thing he's concerned about that the masjid must be built in Quba, the first thing. When he came to Medina, Munawara, the first thing, the masjid must be built. And then to gather the people upon salah, how much effort the Nabi of Allah made, he knew it. But Nabi was so sad and grieved when he heard that there were certain people performing their salah in their homes. Definitely they might be performing their salah with jamaat there. The Nabi of Allah said, I got a good mind of getting a group of youth, getting some firewood, go to the homes and burning the homes of all those people who are performing their salah in their homes. They're not coming to the house of Allah. Imagine the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi We sent you, O Muhammad Sallam, as a means as a mercy for the entire world. And that same Nabi got so hurt. I want to burn the homes. He said, had it not been for the children and women folk, I would have done it. Some people came and told him, Hazrat, you know, we got our opening for our shop. We want you please come and grace this occasion. Come to the shop, read, come and recite some Quran before we start our, our business. When you want me to come, he said, no, why don't you come on Friday after Juma? I said, I'll come with you on one condition that I must be back early for the Asr Salah in the Masjid. I must be early for the Asr because I have to get my namaz in the masjid Asr with Jamaat. If you can guarantee me this, give me that, that your word, then I'll come. No, no Hazrat, don't worry. Generally, people are more concerned about their own wealth and their own interests and they don't worry about the buzruk. But they took this buzruk and then coming back, they got delayed. When they reached, they reached the masjid. When I found that everybody already made salam and people were coming out. Great Buzu, he was old at that time. He just burst out crying. He started crying so profusely. People around felt very, very sad that they felt pity for the buzruk. He says, the only thing I had in my life was this salah of Rasulullah. I'm not a pious person, out of humility. I'm not a pious. Only thing I had was this namaz. Now that namaz also, now people, this is what they did to me. Respected friends, the importance of salah. How to fulfill that salah to get all these benefits and the rewards. Inshallah, we'll continue next week. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> تميل الثناء جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان سريع الحساب شديد العقاب أنيم العذاب عزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له في الخلق والأمر ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر 
المنعوت بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر وصلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحدوا الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن تقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم والبدعة فإن البدعة تهدي إلى المعصية ومن يعصي الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تقنطوا من رحمة الله فإنه أرحم الراحمين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وأجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوه فإن ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخرين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات وذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونسعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواده وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني يذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون
kindly ensure our cell phones have been switched off. Children in the rows, the black adults in the rows in the front. Children are requested, please don't go to the wall and loiter around there. Get into the subs quickly so we can commence the salah. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu Wa Iyaka Nasta'een Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem Sirat Al-Ladheen An'amta Alayhim Ghayri Al-Maghdubi Alayhim والضالين إنا أنزلناه في ليلة القدر وما أدراك ما ليلة القدر ليلة القدر خير من ألف شهر تنزل الملائكة والروح فيها بإذن ربهم من كل أمر سلام هي حتى مطلع الفجر الله أكبر سمي الله لمن حمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليه غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل ألم يجعل كيدهم في تغليل وأرسل عليهم طيرا أبابيل ترميهم بحجارة من سجيل فجعلهم كعصف مأكول الله أكبر سميع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام منك السلام تبارك يا زلال والإكرام اللهم إنا على ذكرك وشكرك اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا رأيت وبناتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفلا ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا لا إله إلا أنت سبحان رب الحمهما كما رب يعني صغيرا اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائرة والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم اكفنا بقلالك عن كرامك وعمن سواك اللهم انصرنا ولا تنصر علينا اللهم انصر اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم إنك عفو كريم وعفو فعفو اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سأل وحبيبك وعبدك السلام ونعوذ بك من شر ما سعدك وحبيبك وعبدك سيدنا أنت المسعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتبع علينا وعبدنا ربك رب لزة يما يشفون وسلامنا المسلمين والحمد لله رب العالمين